Podfix Network. Well, hi ho listeners. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Toph. Unfortunately, notable deaths occur far more often than we'd like. But when they do, we conduct a poll to determine if they're worthy of occupying a room in one of our three-room apartments. On the show, we discuss the lives and accomplishments of each candidate and reveal if they got enough votes to make it in. But this is not a solo effort. I'm joined by another. Please welcome my co-host, Adam Saunders. Welcome, friend. Thank you, man. I'm ready to get some uh, dead people into the apartments if we can. Based on that intro and that description, if the concept is still confusing, go back and listen to our previous episode because we have a, a, a more lengthy conversation where we outline everything. Yeah, absolutely. We, you, If you die and you're famous enough, you get into the apartment. If you're not, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, we have a Facebook group. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. In that group, when a famous person dies, someone posts it in there. They go on the list of candidates. We conduct a poll that involves the 10 next people on the list. Everybody votes. Whoever gets enough votes gets into an apartment. We discuss those results here. And then as we'll discover later, the other five that don't get enough votes, you and I exercise what we call a special privilege. And then they, they get in based on that. It was a good elevator pitch, man. Right there. Yeah, there you go. So, some progress has been made. We mentioned on last episode that we have a massive backload of candidates because the onboarding process is lengthy. And we've made some progress, but we're still way behind on getting through our long list of candidates. Hopefully that changes soon, but for now, uh, we're just going to keep trudging through. I think I I mentioned this on last episode. I think we're going to catch up hopefully sometime around March. Yeah, perfect. In which case, we'll have a whole new backlog. Yeah. Well, I mean, at that point, you know, maybe maybe we'll switch things up a little bit. But in any case, what we're going to do now is keep going through 10 candidates at a time. Well, it's our it's our duty, man. We have to do it. We have it's it's the cross repair. (laughs) It's not for everybody. Okay. well, let's let's get to work. We'll start with a brief review. So in our previous discussion, Carl Reiner and Grant Imahara joined Phyllis George to finish up our 26th department. I mentioned in the last episode, we've considered, I think counting last last episode, 133 candidates. Mm-hmm. And up to this point, uh, somewhere around 60% of candidates have gotten in. Yep. In any case, also Charlie Daniels, Hugh Downs, and Joel Schumacher filled out our 27th apartment. That's an interesting group of people. Yeah. And then on the last episode, both of us used our special privilege. You used yours on Ennio Morricone, and I used mine on Joanna Cole. Okay, so those two, those two people, Enyo and Joanna, will kick off our 28th apartment. So let's discuss the results of our most recent intern's choice poll so we know who will round out that last apartment. Here we go. So the following candidates will automatically get in because they received enough votes. The first candidate was our top vote getter. He was nominated by me. It's the beloved Wilford Brimley. Yeah, diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> He, of course, is the curmudgeonly actor whose resume includes The China Syndrome, Cocoon, The Natural, The Firm, as well as, Adam, memorable commercials for Quaker Oats and Diabetes. <laughs> he was also, most people don't know this about Wilford Brimley, and I, I certainly didn't. I did a little research, Adam. Cursory what? only. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
He was also at one time a blacksmith, a rodeo rider, and bodyguard for Howard Hughes. So I've always wanted to be a blacksmith, actually. (laughs) That's the weirdest thing you've ever said. You know, like metallurgy and that kind of stuff. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) All right. Well, in any case, it's not too late, Adam. You're only in your late 30s. You could now become a blacksmith. if You have plenty of time. Well, yeah, but I mean, like now people don't need swords the way they used to. You know, I want to be a swordsmith as well. So are you kidding me? The, The need and demand for swords is more than ever. (laughs) <laughs> well that's true you do live in dallas where there is high demand yeah so, i mean you can't get enough swords in my area is all i'm yeah. saying dang it yeah all right all right so unfortunately Wil- wilford brimley had been on dialysis and had other me- medical issues perhaps even diabetes <laughs> he was 85 well the good thing is he'd know where to get his testing supplies <laughs> <laughs> boy did he ever <laughs> if he didn't he should feel really foolish <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our next candidate was nominated by Laura Bennett. He got 29% of the vote. This man is one of my favorite entertainers, and I'm very sad to hear of his passing. Legendary TV personality and host Regis Philbin. Yeah. Now, it's what's funny is, not funny, not, not funny like haha, but funny interesting, <laughs> is that in our last episode, we observed the passing of Hugh Downs, the uh, the new the news guy news news guy Hugh Downs yeah that's what I just reduced that poor man to. <laughs> In any case, what I mentioned about him was the fun fact that he was number two on the list of the most hours spent on television at well over fifteen thousand hours. This man Regis Philbin is number one on the list. He holds the Guinness World Record for most hours on U.S. television with sixteen thousand seven hundred and forty six and a half hours. That is insane, dude. Yes. But you know what? Insane. He is a delightful person and an amazing entertainer. And if anybody's going to hold that record, he should hold it. Do you know what that is? That's 666 days, give or take, (laughs) 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 on air. Is it really? Yeah. In any case, good news for Regis Philbin is that he died of natural causes at the age of 88. He led a successful life. He seems like he died peacefully. We will miss you, Regis Philbin. Yes. Next on the list was nominated by Hal Robbins, Olivia de Havilland. She is a classic star of Hollywood and two-time winner of the Academy Award for Best Actress. She appeared in films with Errol Flynn. She was also in Gone with the Wind. De Havilland died peacefully in her sleep at her home in Paris, France. She was 104, Adam. That's a lot of numbers, dude. Do you want to live to be over 100? Absolutely. Do you really? Yeah. I have no interest in that. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless I'm like, you know... In a hospital bed, that would that would kind of suck. <laughs> you, know? you don't get to choose, Adam. <laughs> I, well, I, I don't know. I could take myself out. This sucks. <laughs> Push myself out the window. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next on the list was nominated by our good friend Keith. Kamala got 9% of the vote. He is a WWE superstar, better known as Kamala the Ugandan Giant. He'd been suffering from, wow, he had some really major health issues, especially over the last decade, including having both legs amputated due to high blood pressure and diabetes. Wow, man, he should have linked up with Wilford. <laughs> right? <laughs> over the summer, he tested positive for COVID-19. He developed complications that resulted in his death. The uh-huh. Ugandan giant was 70. That sucks, man. Our next candidate was nominated by Phil Rude. He got 6% of the vote. John Saxon. 
And I've never heard of John Saxon. Even after researching him, he did not seem familiar to me. <laughs> but John Saxon is the rugged actor who kicked around with Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon and appeared in three Nightmare on Elm Street movies for director Wes Craven. He died of pneumonia in his home in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, a place that I've been to, actually. I've been wow. multiple times to Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I did not see John Saxon there. Okay, He was 83. Next on the list was nominated by Chris Osborne of Play Comics Podcast, our good friend Chris. Malik B. got 6% of the vote. His full name is Malik Abdul-Basit, I think. Anyway, he is a singer and rapper and founding member of The Roots, a very, very cool band. Yes. Yes. His cause of death was not disclosed. Some speculate it was in a gardening accident. Malik B. was only 47, Adam. Yeah, that's too young to go, man. He had much, tons of music left in him. Boy, I'm sure he did, because he was very talented and had a really cool legacy. All right, Adam, that completes our list of candidates that automatically get in. Unfortunately, the next group did not get enough votes in our intern's choice poll and will only get in if one of us uses our special privilege to admit them. All right. First on the list was another nomination by Phil Rude. He got 4% of the vote. Peter Green. Do you know who Peter Green is? Fleetwood Mac? Did you know that before researching it? No. If you named all the members that you th- that you know of that are associated with Fleetwood Mac, you would not come up with Peter Green. No, 100% not. I would not either. Until his passing, and I'm a big Fleetwood Mac fan, I'd never heard of the man. But he was not just a musician who played with a lot of big names in music. He's the co-founder of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, no doubt. And I've never heard of him. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1998. And unfortunately, he was hiking in the Forest of Dean when he came face to face with a Eurasian brown bear. He did not live to tell about it. Peter Green was 73. Yeah, no, you don't, you don't get, you don't get, you don't, you don't get past the bears that easily, man. No. Mm -mm. Our next candidate was nominated by our friend Luke. Frankie Benali got 3% of the vote. Do you know who that is? No. Shame on you, Adam, because he was the drummer for Quiet Riot. Oh, yeah. Another like hair metal band. (laughs) (laughs) He was still a drummer, Adam. (laughs) I know. No, I know. I I mean, I do. I do like the hair metal bands and I feel like I wish I could have always been the drummer in a hair metal band because you get (laughs) so much like drumming action for very little actual drumming. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're willing to admit that. Oh yeah. Well, unless you're like Tommy Lee, he, he put in the work, but <laughs> did he dude? his, I mean like he played hard, dude. He played hard. No, I know he did. He was great. Anyway, Frankie Benali passed away after a grueling battle with stage four pancreatic cancer. He was 68. Yeah. So sad, man. Next was nominated by Vlado of It's Not Rocket Surgery. Eddie Shack got only 1% of the vote, and you're going to quickly understand why. He was from the world of professional hockey. Oh, yeah. Which always bothers me because that's my favorite sport. I'm an enormous hockey fan. Let me tell you a little bit about Eddie Shack. He was one of the NHL's most colorful players on and off the ice. He was nicknamed The Entertainer. He wore a trademark cowboy hat and a what's described, Adam, as a luxurious mustache. (laughs) He was a three-time All-Star and a four-time Stanley Cup champion, including scoring the game-winning goal in the 1963 finals. 
He died of throat cancer at a Toronto hospital, survived by his wife of 58 years. Wow. He was married to the same woman for 58 years. Eddie Shack, we're going to miss you. He was 83. Boy, he did have a luxurious mustache. Yeah, right? I told you. That thing is sweet. That's like Tom Selleck, st- like, you know, arena. No, sir. No, sir. Much respect to Tom Selleck, but Eddie Shack's mustache was much, much better. I completely agree with that, actually. I yeah. completely agree with that because his his beard his mustache harkens back to like the glory days of like you know like muscular guys doing rowing calisthenics and things like that <laughs> like and lifting heavy weights with like a you know unitard on. Well, uh, and, and listen, he came up in a time when the luxurious mustache was a somewhat common thing, and he still stood out. That's that's true. Okay, and it stood out so much that it was considered luxurious. Luxurious, yeah. <laughs> Okay, that, this conversation is a little bit of foreshadowing that we'll get to in a few minutes. <laughs> Can we induct his mustache? All right. Our last candidate was nominated by Keith. He got 0% of the votes. This person, unfortunately, didn't get a single vote. Lou Henson, the all-time wins leader as men's basketball coach at the University of Illinois and New Mexico State. He died at his home in Champaign, Illinois, after his battle with cancer. Lou Henson was 88. Yeah, everywhere else is just sparkling wine, Illinois. (laughs) (laughs) That is an underrated joke. (laughs) Thank you. Kudos to you, sir. (laughs) Okay, Adam, I bring you this question. Would you like to use your special privilege on one of the last five candidates? I think I might do it. I, I would exercise my special privilege on Eddie Shack's luxurious mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Just his mustache? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie, you're not getting in. <laughs> mustache? This way, please, sir. Yeah, right this way. Uh, no, I think that, like, based on our criteria, these are a lot of really, really cool people. Like, I mean, I, to your point, and on serious note, like, I hate when drummers die, especially you know bands that were so influential but like even still like everybody knows the name quiet riot but they don't know the bands like i mean it's hard to be known as a drummer anyway so i i feel like that this this round of candidates you know people just don't know them so are you gonna use your special privilege nay you are not nope okay all right well this should be no surprise to you I am going to use my special privilege and I'm going to use it on Eddie Shack and his luxurious mustache. And here's the reason. He he won four Stanley Cups and was a three-time All-Star, including the game-winning goal in the 63 finals. <laughs> and, and I think the only reason why he's not notable is because he did it in the 1960s. Actually, the 50s and the 60s. So if, if he would have if he would have played 10 years ago, Everybody would know who Eddie Shack was. If you were on a team that won four Stanley Cups during your career, then he would be notable enough. So I'm, I'm not going to penalize him, one, because he was in hockey, which is a, almost a fringe sport in the United States, unfairly, and two, because he played you know, uh, six decades ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, now I'm, I'm on board, but I do have to do some due diligence here. So... To your point, winning for Stanley, I mean, you know, as a sports fan, like winning the national championship is not easy by any stretch. No. So I feel like that, you know, I feel like soccer is also like, you know, you know, football is very, very hard to win. And I feel like hockey is kind of the same way. It's low scoring typically, 
you know, you're scoring between three, you know, one to seven goals a game on a high scoring game at seven. Um, with exceptions, of course, but this, and he, while he did do that, the criteria is that like, you know, at least that people know, or, you know, like, cause I, I didn't know who he was and I mean, I couldn't name a current hockey player. So do, does that meet the criteria of the celebrity status for this candidate? I mean, I get it, but that's kind of the point of the special privilege and, okay. you know, and I, and I made my case, I'm not going to penalize him for playing in the fourth most popular sport. And and playing six decades ago, Eddie Shack won four Stanley Cups and was a th- was a three time All Star. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that's like Jordan; he won six, right? So I mean, right? I mean that's that's that 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 in and of itself is. I mean, some people never win at all, you know. So the fact that you know you win one to one to six championships is impressive. Some very very good players have not won a championship. Dan Marino never won a freaking Super Bowl. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, I forget about that. <laughs> yeah. Man, what an insult. Yep. Well, I mean, listen, special privilege, all things included. I just, you know, wanted to make sure we do our due diligence and, you know, think think through. But, I mean, at the end of the day, special privilege is special privilege. So, yep, that's how it works. Okay, well, that's it. Uh, just a quick recap. So, there was one room left in our 28th apartment. So, Wilford Brimley joined uh, Ennio Mar- Marconi and Joanna Cole. Uh, Regis Philbin, Olivia de Havilland, and the wrestler Kamala. <laughs> they occupy our 29th apartment. And then John Saxon and Malik B kick off our 30th apartment. That left one room. You did not use your special privilege. I did use mine. And so Eddie Shack will join John Saxon, <laughs> the, the, the actor that played with Bruce Lee, and Malik B, the founder of The Roots. <laughs> Eddie Shack, Malik B, and John Saxon will... We'll occupy our thirtieth apartment. On our next episode, we'll kick off our thirty-first apartment. I mean, we we're, we're we're filling them up, dude. We're filling them up. Yep. So for now, our work is done here. If you'd like to nominate someone for consideration or vote on an existing candidate, you can do that by joining the Gravity Beard Interns on Facebook and search Interns Choice Poll. Find us on Twitter by searching at the Gravity Beard. You can share your thoughts via our hotline. That number is three two one. 4652180. Thank you to our friend Phil Rude for the illustration we use for our episode art. For my pal Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host Tof. This has been Three Room Apartment, a Gravity Beer production. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.